So, Oliver, when you guys recorded uh, this album, Heart is the Hero, you took an interesting approach to it. Yeah, in, in these days of advanced technology and where you can do all sorts of tricks in the studio, um, you went in the opposite direction and kept it very simple. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I think um, we, we sort of realized that... Uh, sort of a pattern in, in making recordings over the years. Um, as the technology gets more complicated um, and sophisticated uh, and powerful, um, you have so many choices um, and, and power in terms of controlling the music. So you can edit just about anything. You can fix just about any mistake. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are talking about AI and I'm, I'm not quite talking about that, but it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of in that realm where you don't have to do anything yourself. You don't have to innovate. Um, you can sort of rely on and control, rely on this computer and you can control the music. And I think we realized how much more fun it was and more exciting is to treat it, treat the, uh, the process more like a performance um, and use about as much technology as our, some of our iconic favorites used back in the sixties and seventies. And, uh, and you know, when you make a, a recording these days, most of the time you're looking at a screen, even if you're using some analog portions of it, which is still very common. Um, so what we decided is go completely analog um, to an old tape machine that only has 16 tracks. Um, and so not only were we limited with space, so we had to be very prepared and, um, we were also limited, uh, by ape. There were no, there's no editing capabilities really, unless you want to actually cut the tape and splice it back together somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then any kind of thing that you try to fix is destructive, you know, so you, you record over something old to get something new. Whereas in the digital realm, you can just try things. You can, you know, nothing is, it's, it's not destructive at all. Everything lasts forever and you can always go back and find something that you lost. So, so I think the point is we did it. This has been done a lot, of course, in current day, but it's usually done for sound because people like the analog sound. We did it more for the process. And uh, I find that w when you do have the control and power of the computer, you tend to not be as present because you know in the back of your head that you can always fix something. So you always have this fallback. And I think uh, to take that safety net away makes the recording process much more exciting, much more fun, much more like a performance where you really have to be present. You can't, you can't phone something in. You really have to be there in your, in your brain and emotionally too. And so it's exciting just to capture moments like that where we're kind of on edge and we realize that, okay, we got to get this right. Um, rather than clean it up afterwards. So it, it seems then that the sound that we're hearing on the album is actually going to be very close to what we hear when we see you live in concert. Um, actually, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's, that's one of the, 
things, you know, that's not necessarily what an album has to be, but I think for a process, that's what we really wanted to do. We found we had a lot more fun that way too. We just, we enjoyed it. We were more excited. We used more adrenaline and, um, we used our hearts more than our heads. That's what it felt like. Okay. Well, speaking of the heart, heart is the hero is the name of the album. Also, uh, the name of a song on the album. So why don't you tell yeah. me a little bit about that song and why you also thought that that would be a good title to identify the album with. Well, it's funny. I hadn't thought of it quite in terms of specifically what we're talking about before. Mm-hmm. I guess subconsciously I had, but but it's really the idea is the the trusting your heart part, and that's what this recording was too. It was like... We trust that we have lots of experience and we know what we're doing and we trust that the uh, that the creative gods will take care of the rest for, for lack of a better terminology. Like uh, there, there's a certain trust in your instincts and your subconscious that makes life a lot more enjoyable and, and pleasurable and less stressful and happy. Um, if you trust your heart and don't listen to the stories that your brain, your your head spins about, you know, your your self worth or uh, your your confidence or mm-hmm. um, things like that. So, um, so the, just the simple concept of trusting your heart is uh, just a way to to say that, but it. It takes on a lot of levels. It's, it has to do with being a creative person, but it also has to do with uh, just being a, being a human. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way you just described that, it sound, it seems to me like there's an, kind of an overall tone to the album that basically says, slow down, take your time, and appreciate what you have around you. Would that be a fair absolutely. assessment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I think it's also, uh, you know, there are songs, I think you're, you're referring to the song Pilgrim, right? uh, and, uh, Heart is the Hero, there's a song, um, there's a song called Between the Beats that kind of is a, is a similar thing. I, I kind of got that idea from, from a meditation, uh, that I was taught that, that really had, a, had me focusing on, uh, my actual heartbeat and then the space in between the beats. And it's just one of those minutiae of, of meditation that sort of make it work. Um, so, yeah. And there are also some themes like uh, for, for um, worst pain of all is a, is a good one on there. And, um, and line those pockets uh, songs of empathy too. I think that's mm-hmm. the other part, part of this record. So yeah, there's, there's sort of this, Theme that seems to go throughout it that uh, that deals with with this trust, trusting and uh, pr- being present. And you know, these are things that we, uh, as a band, have have sort of built a, a philosophy on when it comes to playing music together and, and playing music in general. Um, you know, you need to have ways that you can stay present. And, uh, and oftentimes, uh, when you're, when you're performing, for instance, that's, you, you might get a, uh, a thought in your head.
conscious thought that uh, that is very judgmental and is it kind of just gets in your way. Like it's hard to concentrate or you might make a mistake and then beat yourself up about it, for instance. And so we've constantly talked about this process in ways that we are able to evolve past that. And um, for instance, by focusing on, you know, if, if we're playing live, we might focus on, you know, take a few deep breaths and get relaxed again. Or sometimes it's focusing on something like just the backbeat of the drums or the hi-hat of the drums. Or sometimes I'll just listen to my brother's bass and really focus on that. Uh, or sometimes I'll, I'll do something crazy like just feel the my lips touching the microphone. So these are almost like meditation, simple meditation techniques that mm-hmm. have you sort of distract your judgmental mind and just get you back into the moment. And I think that's sort of the key is to be very present and in the moment when you're, when you're playing music, when you're creating it. Um, and again, those are sort of life lessons too, but we, we talk about that as a band all the time. And I, I, I feel like I've improved. We're, we're constantly students of this kind of stuff, but I feel like I've improved a lot. Like if I make a mistake at a show, which still happens plenty, um, mm-hmm. Uh, whether anyone notices or not, it, I don't beat myself up about it as, as much as I used to. I'm, I'm able to move forward just by staying present. Now, speaking of performing live, we've actually got you for a couple of uh, appearances in the area coming up on uh, June 13th. You guys are uh, headlining at um, College Street Music Hall along with Shovels yep. and Rope. Yeah. And then on June 24th, you'll be in Massachusetts, uh, I think, co-headlining with Little Feet for the uh, Green River Festival. Now, when yeah. these, those are two diff- very different types of gigs. Do you take a different approach to performing live, uh, say, at a huge outdoor festival as opposed to a, a theater like the College Street Music Hall? Yeah, um, it does vary. I think that uh, when I can't remember as college, if College Street is, seated or not is it seated it is, is, it, is, it it is. is i, I right? believe that the floor seats are removable but usually for the big shows they do have seats yeah so um you know when people are seated and indoors they're generally a little more of a captive audience um like literally they're sort of stuck facing the, the stage and it feels different they tend to be quieter and a, a little more subdued that's not always the case but um so sometimes you can be a little bit more subtle, play more, um, more quiet and subtle songs, mix those songs into the set. Um, and those are things that maybe we wouldn't do at a festival as much because it wouldn't translate as much to people who are standing out outside and mm-hmm. just got, got a beer from the beer tent and they're, they're maybe talkative and dancing. And, uh, so yeah, you, it's a different energy. Um, but I think we really like it. We really like the variety of those kind of shows where sometimes we'll play a rock and roll club where people are 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 up on their feet the whole time or we'll play a nice theater uh, or play a festival. And each one of them has a different energy to it. And you, you do adjust the music a little bit to that, to, to, to match the surroundings. Um, and if it's a, you know, a Saturday night or a Friday night, it sometimes feels different than a Monday, a Monday uh, evening where, where it's a school night and uh, and you have a captive audience in a, in a uh, theater, it's it feels different each time. So we adjust a little bit, but we we enjoy it. I think we like the the variety of it. Now, as we speak, you're currently um, in between 
uh, tours. Yes. And uh, pretty shortly you will be going back on the road, which is when we're going to see you uh, yeah. in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, when this tour is over, uh, what are the future plans as far as, say, putting new music together and that type of thing? Well, it's sort of a perpetual tour okay. <laughs> an album making process for for people like us uh you know we're already thinking about songs for for the next album and so we're it sort of goes in cycles but but as far as touring goes we're constantly touring a couple weeks on a couple weeks off and um and that's sort of our, our bread and butter and as far as record making that's that's a constant process as well we do sort of have a lull after a record comes out where we feel like we've we're we're getting used to playing the new tunes live and enjoying that and um but that's about the time where new ideas start to come and we we want to we want to start working gradually on the next album so um so it's just it's something we've been doing for years and years and it's just a a constant process of sort of ebbs and flows. Um, mm-hmm. So it's pretty funny. You kind of get excited about playing new music and then you get uh, excited about writing new music and then you get excited about recording it. And um, it's just sort of, um, yeah, it's just, it's, we've been doing it for a long time, sort of leapfrogs for forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 